Hello and welcome. This is Dana Coyes with Roasted Pepper Studios, and this week we are talking to Lem Filia, who is a photographer out of Appleton, Wisconsin. Lem, thanks for joining us. Yeah, glad to be here. Thanks, Dana. Appreciate it. So, uh, so, so tell us a little about yourself. Where are you from? What do you do? Well, uh, I currently live in Appleton, Wisconsin, and I run a small photography firm called Painting with Light. Uh, we specialize in people. So if it's got to do with people, we shoot it. Um, and I, that sounds really bad, but no, we photograph it. Let's refer to that too. Uh, but if it's got to do with people, we photograph it. Uh, weddings, family, senior, uh, high school senior photography, special events like, uh, concerts, festivals, that type of thing. So that's what we're all involved in. So how long have you been taking photographs? Well, you know, I have to always think about it, you know, because I'm really bad with math. <laughs> but uh, I, I believe that right now, yep, we've been doing about 16 years um, and loving it ever since year two. Well, I shouldn't say year two. Year one, we've loved it. Uh, but it was our first wedding. And, uh, of course, uh, first weddings are always nerve-wracked and, you know, it's, my first, our first wedding uh, was for a friend of ours in North Carolina, and they asked us to shoot, and we said no. We said no. And then the third time they asked us to shoot, we said, okay, fine, we'll shoot. And we came down there, and it was, you know, it was a less than desirable experience as far as the photography. We loved the fact that we could give our talents to our friends and everything, but it was our first wedding. We really do, we hadn't planned on doing weddings. And uh, when we came back to, North, uh, to Wisconsin, we had another friend say, hey, we heard that you went down to North Carolina to shoot a wedding. Why don't you shoot ours? And we said no. And they said, come on, shoot the wedding. And we said no. Yeah. The key with us apparently is to ask three times because the third time we said yes. Why, why did you say no so many times? Uh, to, to be honest, fear. Won't lie to you. A lot of photographers will say, oh, I'm not scared or anything. You know, to be completely honest with you, fear. Uh, wedding photography uh, can be intimidating when you first get started. Um, you can play it off like you're not scared, but realistically, you are in charge of capturing the memories for, you know, some somebody's, one of the most important days in somebody's life. And that's a, that's a responsibility we didn't take lightly. We we we, we never do. How did you, how did you get past that? Like how did you get over that fear hump? Uh, the fear uh, went away when people kept asking us to shoot the wedding. When we realized that this was our calling, and we uh, we shot the that second wedding and enjoyed it so much. Uh, we found that uh, southern wedding there, there's different. There's a difference between southeastern weddings and midwestern weddings, and it was a huge deal for us to learn that. Uh, we found out that that uh, midwestern weddings are a little less formal. Uh, there's still formalities, of course, but uh, it's less. It's definitely less formal and more fun, uh, even though the wedding ceremonies uh, as uh, as important as those are and as uh, as uh, 
reverent as those are, they're still less formal than some of our northeastern or southeastern weddings. So weddings really is where you where you started it all, huh? Yes, wedding, uh, weddings is where it started for us, which uh, I I couldn't ask for a better clientele actually. Is that the bulk of your business now? Like, has it remained the same weddings throughout, or have you have you taken a shift? You mentioned that you do portraits and other things. Well, we do uh, we do portraits and such, but the majority of our clientele is wedding uh, our our weddings. Uh, but we have found that we're getting more into the uh, event photography. Um, I've had a gentleman. I have a gentleman that is, and I said uh, at the last wedding, said he's contacting us for his mother's uh, this big digit. I want to say 80th birthday party <laughs> uh, that he wants us to cover. Uh, we just got done shooting a five-day concert series. It's the biggest contemporary Christian and, and rock, Christian rock, rap, hip hop. Uh, if you can name the type of music and it's a Christian band, it happened. It's the biggest one in – it's one of the biggest ones in the country, actually. Um, cool. And that yeah. came from your, your wedding photography? you got to leave that um, – Actually, the, that business came from my wedding photography business because uh, we made contacts um, through the wedding photography and were asked about shooting – with uh, the LifeFest group, and from there, from being a volunteer to helping out there, I, over the years I've become the executive director of photography for LifeFest, and we've grown that team from a ragtag, you know, group of freelancers that were doing any and anything that they wanted to without, with some direction but not a whole lot to a group that has its own fan base. Not something I normally think about with photographers, that they have a fan base or a... Oh, my goodness. Yes, there are. I mean, we we have a tiny fan base compared to some photographers. I mean, our group as a whole uh, has a a Facebook page, LifeFest Ninjographers, and that's L-I-F-E-S-T, Ninja and then graphers, so ninjographers. Uh, we uh, we built that fan base from scratch, uh, just being involved with our uh, being involved with the people uh, that are attending the festival, and kind of on the same length as what we do at our weddings. We don't just show up and shoot. We are really involved with our weddings. We have. I actually have. Some of my clients who I who I didn't know before we shot that we go out to dinner at least once a year. That's good. It sounds like uh, that you're you're definitely using the uh, the networking lever from from your early wedding photography into some of the the event photography, and I think that's really important. That a lot of people don't realize is that uh, it, it is about those connections that you make, and and it's about those uh, those those obscure people that you know that you didn't realize had a connection to something else and it kind of like gets you into that that next phase absolutely i you know one of my favorite uh taglines and i use it all over the place um 
matter of fact, sometimes I'll use it on my, I, I play a lot of Xbox or a few bit of Xbox anyway. And I'll use that as my motto. My motto is, I know a guy. And that's the key. Uh, that's one of the keys, in my personal opinion, to success in uh, the photography business. What I found is that, uh, do I know everything about every situation I'm going to be in? No. Uh, and, and honestly, if you find any anybody that tells you that, <laughs> walk away slowly, then run. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's, but, uh, I think it's good advice. Uh, you know, in fact, you know, when we were talking about doing this this podcast with with some of this business slant, you're the guy I know. I remember I told you that yesterday. Like, you're the guy I know who knows a guy who knows a guy. So uh, it's it's kind of interesting to see that. Even you, the guy I know, is the guy who knows a guy. I think that's uh, I think that's pretty cool. I think that's one of those things where uh, it's it's about it's about building those relationships and networks. Um, right. You know, you know, it, it, you, you mentioned you mentioned it before, but I was I was kind of curious. Did you ever have an early obsession in your photos? Like, was there was it always people? Was it always portraits? Well. To a degree, I mean, I, I, honestly, I, I, it's always been people. You know, when I first started out, of course, everybody, no, I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of photographers go through that phase where it's uh, scenery or they go through a phase where it's still life. And they can be challenging in their own right. I mean, by far, they're, you know, you've got um, Ansel Adams who would wait hours in one spot just for the right time you know uh and there's a challenge in its own right uh for me uh it's uh it, it that that end of it is about knowing the time of day knowing the science of it uh with people it's a challenge because you know think of the the last person you spoke to were they in the same mood that the first time you spoke with them you know, that's a constant change. I mean, from second to second, it could be. Um, I've all, I, but yeah, I've always liked the challenge of people. Early obsession. I can't think of anything else other than people. Would you uh, Would you like to plug the website? I think no. Oh, absolutely. Um, where you want to go is myninjographer.com. That's M Y N as a Nancy I N J A G R A P as in Peter H E R dot com. Mindinjographer dot com. Why? Because we uh, we seek to see uh, to see without being seen. We want to become so involved in your event in your portrait session that we just disappear. So this uh. This, uh, the painting with life, the mining geographer, is uh, do, you, do you have like a worldwide corporate headquarters in some sky rise, or is it out of your house? Do you have a retail shop? <laughs> no, well, uh, that's fantastic. Worldwide corporate high rise. No, I am a small business. I am a very small business. Uh, we have, uh, I have assistants that help. Uh, I have my wife, who's my admin. Uh, one of the things that I think is what helps small businesses so much is that networking, is having that guy. 
you know, or that girl that you know that does this or does that. Um, one of the things that I use to do that is uh, open forum on American Express. That's one of my trade secrets. I'm giving it out. <laughs> uh, open forum. It's a fantastic uh, uh, network of people and that write awesome articles and learn. I just learned so much. Um, I've actually read one article and got in for about 10, 15 minutes and got eight new business ideas. Yeah, and I think that that also uh, goes to show that it's an evolutionary process, right? Like, there's no one time that we know all the answers, and and I don't think there will ever be a time when we know all the answers. But it's a it's a day by day, always learning. And uh, and if you have that open mind, that that mindset of of wanting to learn more, that you tend to find more of those business ideas. Yes, absolutely. Um, it's been said that. Uh, the concept of learning, the concept of knowledge is uh, accepting that you know nothing. You know, once you once you accept the fact that you know nothing comparatively to what all the knowledge is available on this planet, you will continuously learn. I think that's some, some good advice. I, I think I fall into that category of knowing nothing. <laughs> that's, why, that's, why to, that's why we want to talk to you and try to get it out of your head. And, and you being the guy, maybe you can uh, help us find uh, find the next guy or gal to, to help get it out of their heads, right? Absolutely. Um, but, so you've been taking pictures for 16 years or so. Have you had your business that entire time, or or did you uh, did you incorporate? Are you, well, right now we are sole proprietorship. Um, it's a uh, we do have our you know we do it legit, <laughs> but uh, uh, we we have considered doing incorporation. Um, just uh, there's a there's a lot of tax benefits and such when you go incorporated, but uh, it's it's not high on our priority list. The highest thing on our priority list is making sure that our clients are taken care of. And part of that is making sure that the business runs smoothly. This is this your is this your first company, or have you had others? Uh, no, this is my first company. It's uh, my first only uh, first love, only love <laughs> so far. So far, uh, have, I have I we've dabbled around in looking at a couple of nonprofit ideas. Uh, the business uh, takes a lot of our time. So just there's a there's a growth period right now that has caused us to consider a nonprofit. You know, one one of the the sentiments that I've heard repeated over and over is that is that it takes a lot of time and energy to to run your business and and grow your business, and it's it's one of the difficulties of small business owners, especially in in. Uh, well, any small business owner, but um, my conversations have all been around the, the photographers, was was the process of turning the corner, right? So uh, I've heard it described one way of having a foot on, on a pier and the other foot on a boat. And I don't know if you've ever been here, but the boat's kind of starting to float away. And, and the boat is your photography, and, and your foot is on your pier, and that's your day job. And a lot of people... They find themselves 
having to make a decision, otherwise they're going to fall in the water. And and, and that's that's a tough point for a lot of people. Like, do you have a day job? Have you I do have. Yet? Yes, absolutely. I do have a day job, um, and I love it. That and that makes it even harder the foot off the pier. Um, I'm a I'm the I'm the sole breadwinner for the family, and uh, because we my my wife uh, homeschools our children and does a fantastic job at it, um, and I've always I wanted to provide for that so she can just concentrate there and concentrate on our three children. Um, so I do have a I have a day job and I actually have another part time job believe it or not. Um, I see my family. You know, it's uh, a lot of it's all about time management. <laughs> you know, I am um, a corporate trainer, uh, and I train uh, different Fortune 500 and 1,000 company representatives. And uh, it's been uh, I've, doing, I've been doing that about six years, and I've lo- I've loved it, loved it so much. So it's tougher to when you round that corner, when you have that boat pulling away from the pier, and it's something that you love, makes it tough. You know, you got, you know, you love it on both ends. Um, it's not something that uh, I've made a firm decision on right now, uh, because with having that other source of income to take care of my family. I've been able to pick and choose my clientele really well. Um, I have the best clients ever. Uh, the the painting with light clients and the the ninjographer clients uh, are amazing. Do you think you'll think you'll ever uh, jump off your day job and do this full time? Let's just say it wouldn't surprise me if. One day I woke up and called my boss and said, "Let's start looking for my replacement." I think that's, I think that's a lot of people's dream. I mean, it's, it's my dream. I have a day job. I take pictures. <laughs> I want, you know, I, I, I really, really think a lot of people think the the, the same thing, and and I, I don't think there's one set approach. I think there's many different ways to go about it. it it's cool. I think you're one of the few people who. Who loves both ends of it, <laughs> and, it and loves their day job and, and loves their photography. And you know, almost every photographer I've ever talked about, it's it's a passion. It's it's an obsession with them. It's something that they will never give up. And they don't have the same love for what they do in their day job. So I think for them, it's the motivation is a little bit easier to to turn the corner, so to say. So, so when when you're getting into your your wedding photography, uh, and and maybe as, as slowly at first, making sure that you had a couple no's before you had a yes. Uh, what did you think it was going to be like before you started? Well, when I started wedding photography, my this is back in the days of 35 millimeter film. This is after medium format became the standard for wedding photography. And in the heyday of 35 millimeter film being photography, uh, being for wedding photography, um, I was, uh, I, I, I would buy a lot of film, but I would build that into the cost for, uh, the film and developing. I'd build that, build that into the cost. Um, I thought when I first started, I'll shoot some pictures, 
I'll go through and pick out the good ones, and then I'll give them uh, uh, the I'll give them the negatives. I would I would I I was an early adopter of giving them the negatives because um, honestly, I once I had shot the images and I had what I needed for my portfolio, they're just going to sit. And I wanted to be fair to my clients. I've always wanted to be fair to my clients. They know they're just sitting. I know they're just sitting. If they pay, if they pay the premium for the copyright really, uh, copyright release, fantastic. Everybody's happy. It's been it's been a mainstay in what we do. How can everyone win? When digital came about, I thought, oh yay, we both can keep copies. So, so in your in your typical day of photography, how does how does your workflow look like? You know, how does how does the photography part of your business with the business part of your business play out? Is it a fifty fifty thing? Do you spend way more on photography or the time that you spend, or do you spend more of it on business? If I had to guess at numbers, because I really haven't planned it out, but if um, if we're looking at forty hours uh, to work on uh, a wedding, let's just say, I would say that a quarter of it, maybe less, is done shooting. If I'm lucky, all right. Well, like you know, a lot of people who are just getting into it are thinking that it's all photography, right? Right. No, I mean it's it's very unlikely that it'll be just shooting. If if you want to do it uh, as I see it properly, could you shoot? Go go there that day, shoot, burn a disc. Um, that evening and hand it to your bride and groom, you sure could. You're giving them a whole lot of work. A lot of work. But I would say that I would, I shoot and then, uh, then there's the whole culling process. Some people cull their photos as they go. Um, I don't, I don't want to have to think about the science of it. You know, I know, I know the science of it. That's why I always, shoot the exposures, when I shoot the exposures, the exposures are usually pretty good right there. Um, but uh, the, I don't want to think about, okay, well, uh, this photo looks great, this photo looks great, this photo doesn't, okay, let's delete it there. I don't want to worry about that at all at the time. I want to concentrate on my clients. That's who's important right there. If I concentrate on what looks good, that's concentrating on me. I'm, it's not my day. It's their day. So uh, I would say that easily I would shoot and uh, for the day. Uh, then I will upload them to a server. Well, uh, once we get back to the office anyway, upload them to the server. Uh, then contact. I actually have a gentleman. This is just recently. I have a gentleman that calls the photos for me. Um, I send him an email. Here's here's the link to the the next gallery. He goes through and picks the keepers. Um, I'm in the negotiations with another young lady to potentially do some of the light editing. 
so that I can concentrate on bringing more business in. So it's not something that you can do, that you should completely do alone. Can you do it alone? You bet you can. I did it for years. But once you get to a certain point where your clientele is suggesting multiple people at a time, um, I had at one point five people contact me about a wedding for a year in a year from one one recommendation. So, so how do you spend your some of your your marketing time? Like, how do you like you mentioned that you find a lot of business from the work you've already done, and they contact you for the future. But like, like as a is it a third of your week of your photography time? Like, how does you measure it whichever way you measure it, but uh, the, the things that must go into it, like marketing or accounting or just going out and uh, do you do trade shows, things like that? I haven't done any trade shows. I haven't done any wedding shows or anything like that. Um, one thing that I have started to do a little bit more is concentrate on my uh, – my, uh, uh, social networking, which has been working out pretty well. Uh, social networking, for those of you who may not know, just in case, but if you're listening to a podcast, I'm just going to assume that she knows social networking. Uh, uh, but social networking meaning uh, things like Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Foursquare, getting to know people, your, your clientele, your potential clientele, and letting them know who you are. Uh, blogging. Uh, I use a service that allows me to predetermine some of my Facebook uh, posts or tweets. Now, that's not to say that I don't do anything organic and right on the spot, especially if I get a question um, or if something strikes my fancy. Maybe I'm walking down the street, I see a scene, and I snap it with my phone, and I'll I'll pop that up. But there are certain things that I can uh, predetermine. For instance, uh, I did a all last week when I was directing uh, the team at LifeFest, I wasn't going to be able to go on to uh, Twitter and do my daily posts. I actually have a, a post that goes out every day, and I have different topics that go out. And I wasn't going to be able to do that. So I, pre, I had those preset and times to go. So um, I would say that a lot of the marketing is going to be Facebook, it's going to be Twitter uh, for us, and that's worked out really well. So, Lem, what, what's next? What are you doing next? Where do you want to take this? Where does, where does Ninjographer turn into? Or what does it turn into? Um, we've had a lot of people at our events ask, do you teach? Do you train? Do you do anything to, for, for people to get better with their photography? So that's that's the next step. I do know there are photographers that do classes and such, so we're looking at uh, dip to make it easier on today on today's uh, uh, today's up and coming photographers, uh, whether they be eight or eighty. So, so um, looking back over your last 16 years was uh, uh was, was quite a while. It's a, it's a lifetime for some. Uh, you know, if you could do it all over again, what would you do differently? 
it's funny you ask that, because I'm a I'm a big sci-fi geek. <laughs> And if we're, talk, if we're talking time travel, <laughs> I don't think I would do. I don't think I would do anything differently, because that could change where I am right now. I don't want to change where I am right now. Everything that has happened—the good, the bad, the ugly—because it's not all been pretty—has helped me get better at what I do. It's helped me become the go-to guy for a lot of people for photography questions, a lot of uh, the go-to guy for photography needs, you know. All right, I'm, be... I'm going to turn that question, because I want you to, to to answer that question. I'm going to turn it on its head. So okay. knowing what you know now with your past 16 years of experience, what advice do you have for people who are in their homes or cars listening to this that want to take the leap into the unknown? You know, they're, they're standing there on the – on the, the dock with a foot on the boat and a, and a foot on firm from uh, from soil. You know, like which way they're trying to figure out which way to go. Knowing what you know, what are some 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 pieces of advice? What are your wisdom nuggets, Lem? Well done. I like the change in that question. <laughs> um, the first thing I would say is definitely, definitely, definitely learn the business end of it. Know the business. Shooting, your creativity. If you have a great eye, that's fantastic. That's not going to change. You know, whether you're shooting your kid's birthday party or a friend skateboarding down the street, you have the eye. Don't worry about that. That will come. Know the business end of it. What do you mean by the business end of it? Know... uh, Know what it's going to cost you to do what you need to do. Uh, know uh, where your profit margins need to lie. How many, you know, how many events or how many seniors, how many uh, whatever you're going to be shooting, how many do you need to do to break even? I know that uh, for me to break even, I need to have 10 weddings a year, which has not been a problem for us. Um, we've done, uh, we've done pretty well with that, you know? Um, but I also know that, uh, I need to be prepared for, uh, clients that may, whose visions may change. Um, they have a vision of, let's say, uh, an album. They have a vision of an album. We share that fantastic. We get it done. And then when they get the album, their vision actually changed of the album. So we need to work together to uh, to rectify that. And one way or another, it's coming out of someone's pocket. And expect at least half of it to come out of yours. So just ha- having a buffer, I think, would be good, knowing that, that business end of it. Um, the, uh, the other part of the business end of it is something that I think I do, re- I think I do really well um, I've been to- only because I've been told I do that well, is building a relationship. We need to build relationships with our clientele, not just the photographer, uh, the photographer uh, subject relationship. Get to know them as a person. If you have an assumption, bring it out into the open. You know, um, that's one thing I pride myself in, letting my clients know, this is what I thought you were thinking, 
am I right? I don't mind being wrong because the way to be right is to have your clientele tell you. Well, Lem, that's, uh, that's really good advice. I, uh, I was taking notes as, as you were talking. I'm going to use some of that in my, my own photography business. Uh, and, and I know your field is so much more, but we're running out of time. So is, is there a place where people can find out more about you, who you are, and what you do? Absolutely. There's several places. If you go to, again, mindindiographer.com, um, you can find us there. Um, you can go – You actually, if you go to mindandjogger.com, you'll find all types of information and all types of ways to contact uh, contact me. Um, you can also go to facebook.com slash P-W-L-L-E-M. Give us a like, and you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash P-W-L-L-E-M. Well, Amphilia, thanks so much for talking with us today. Thank you, Dana. I really appreciate being here.